the full panel today. What? Oh my god, it's not just me and Logan. <laughs> Where's the lie? <laughs> but I appreciate everyone that comes on the podcast. It's just some of us work a little bit less than other people, and that's why we can be on more often. <laughs> anyway. Some of us are job hunting. <laughs> anyway, welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where the tea is piping hot, and we're always ready to spill, or as I like to say, we put the tea in reality. I'm Logan Murphy, just a gay, here with my fan, because duh. But we're also drinking this beautiful, lovely, this is not sponsored, but boy, I would love if it was, Press Seltzer. This is in the flavor Lime Lemongrass. Um, it's very refreshing, um, and I like it very much. So go buy it. It's also the only woman-owned seltzer brand listed in the top 10 seltzer brands in the United States of America. I'm not showing the logo at all. Press. Press. Press, 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 press. Uh, <laughs> and here with my new and improved dildo bottle. Um, my name. Oh, and drinking some water. Thank um, God we're not monetized. <laughs> my name is Sam DMP, also known as Sam DeMontoverde, also known as Anissa Longer, fellow friendly trans, non-binary, Filipino, Canadian, hot mess hailing all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And I'm Eris Envy, York's punk rock hairy fairy. And kiss Christmas comes once a year, and so do I when I'm on antidepressants. Wow! <laughs> I've been there with you! And I am Audrey. It's been a minute, but I am so ready. We're <laughs> 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 ready to talk about season seven, All Star Seven. Woo! I mean, at least she's shading herself so we don't have to. <laughs> Oh, the time just flies. What can I say? No, truly that. I mean, we're over Pride Month. Welcome welcome to Wrath Month, everybody. Gay um, Wrath Month. Yes. But Odd, welcome back to the fam. How have you been liking All-Star 7 thus far? I love it so much. I am glad that everyone is starting to see the true talent of Jada Essence Hall. People time but i knew from the moment that she walked out for meet the queens on season 12 that she was going to be one of the best winners of all time so i'm just i love it i yeah, do remember I mean, the exact moment i saw jada's promo for season 12 <sighs> and i literally in my mind was like immediately oh that's a finalist <sighs> truly it's so good um we are here to talk about episode eight. We're two-thirds of the way through this season. It's almost over. And then we've got so much more Drag Race coming very shortly, um, <laughs> which I'm loving. Go check out our coverage of Drag Race France as well, because that's fun in French. Uh, Audrey, are you watching France? I am not. You should be. You should. It's really French. It's very French. <laughs> or as the subtitles like to say indistinct french oh my gosh i hate when that happens with that happens a lot in my life that's <laughs> french see we see okay so here's the problem odd doesn't know eurovision references so now we're gonna be making all these references and she's just gonna be like 
We'll clue you in, babes. We'll clue you in. Um, but we're going to talk about episode eight, Santa's School for Girls, the acting challenge. I'm just going to go ahead and definitively say the best acting challenge that has ever been done on Drag Race. Because we love a horror moment. We love a who who done it moment. I literally, because I love horror. And so I was like, finally, usually I hate acting challenges. They're never funny. They're never good. But this was at least like the whole time I was like, okay, well, I at least want to know who did it. Like, let's see. Like, these people were at least fun to watch. So I, I will like, say, oh, I also really love Daytona wins. I didn't watch much of season 14 because um, choices. But I saw Daytona wind. And I just, forever in my mind, I'm just... Maxine! Maxine! She's got a burst! <laughs> the only ones I have challenges are six, eight, and this one. Why are you taking all this time putting on this? this. Well, this I also am. Oh, God, Sam. Sorry, I was gonna say the the car wreck, the car crash, train wreck that oh Shakespeare of Shakespeare, specifically oh McBitch. McBitch, who goes there? Brutal. This performance brought to you the by Kishi Lithium. Lois the and I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say as well. I think. 97% of the success of this challenge is going to be attributed to Janexa Bravo, who we will be talking about in depth because I did not know who this woman was prior to this episode. I've and now I am. No, I haven't. I have a lot to say. Such a good movie. Y'all need to go watch it. I believe it. it. I'm going to. It's so that? good. It's so good. I rewatched it after. Is that I was the like, one that was based on a series of tweets or. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I've heard about that. It's really good. Definitely recommend. I mean, anything produced by this woman, anything done by this woman, mm. I truly just. We'll, we'll get into it when we get into the um, yes. <laughs> discussing the acting charge, but I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of stuff from my experience yeah. with a film degree I would like to share. Yeah. Oh, that's what you went to school for. Yeah, unfortunately. And look at me now. I'm a, a drag teacher for some reason. <laughs> Come on, Serena Cha-Cha. <laughs> not Serena Cha-Cha. Anyway. I'm the Serena Cha-Cha of educators. It's <laughs> not the- like having a no- it's not like having a teaching assistant. It's like having another student in there who gets paid to be there and doesn't learn anything. No, you <laughs> are the this is why I'm changing the- jobs. You are the Serena Cha-Cha of the York drag scene. <laughs> okay, that is too far. Narcissa Vice is right there. Anyway. <laughs> I need to come to York at some point and just be like, hi, I've made fun of all of you. Um, <laughs> anyway, we come back into the workroom where Miss Icon Legend Essence of Hall, Jada Essence Hall, has now received her third. Perfect. I can do like and stall. Um, and uh, that other bitch has two as well. Um, <laughs> and she blocked Miss Evie. And uh, Evie straight up comes back into the workroom, like, so why'd you block me? And the talk actually gave like a really, really good explanation. She's like, it was between you and Jada. You both have two stars. You haven't been blocked yet. Jada won, so it's you. And Evie's like, yeah, that's cool. 
I accept that. They're all so, this season. They're like, okay, whatever. This, this season, just a lot of the things I hate about Drag Race have been qualmed by the fact that there's no eliminations. And I don't necessarily want there to be no eliminations moving forward, but this is the freshness that I've talked about mm. wanting to see on Drag Race mm. for a long time. So I'm really happy to like, I'm happy to see this season. This is yeah. this has been a really, really great season. And I think the last four episodes are going to continue to do so as well. It's kind of crazy that no one is holding being blocked by someone against them. Like, there's no one Except like... Except for James Monson. Except yeah. for James Monson, yeah. No one's like frothing at the mouth over it, though. Like, Jinx is like... Other than Jinx Monson. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, even Jinx is like, I'm irritated, you, but I get it. It's like, she's like, I'm irritated, but I get it. Yeah. Um, And then all of the one-star girls are kind of like, so do I click <laughs> Nothing, nothing. And then I wrote down um, one of my favorite quotes, I think of all time on Drag Race, which I will be recreating because I found out you can buy legendary legend stars on the WoW Presents website. Um, I will be buying one. <laughs> Um, and I will be recreating this exact quote from Monet Exchange, where she says, I'm sitting here bald-headed with one star. <laughs> as, as a bald person myself, um, I just feel like I need to represent for my community. Um, and so I will be purchasing a Legendary Legend star. Um, and I will be... <laughs> my Halloween costume this year will be... <laughs> this the quote. white Monet Exchange. No, this quote from Monet Exchange... It's not Monet. I'm not going to be Monet. I, yes, I am um, Euro transaction. <laughs> That's my new drag name, Euro, Euro transaction. Yeah, totally. Anyway, um, yeah, I love that. I love when Monet and Shay are like, they recreate the, uh, hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, this episode was so good, wasn't it? It was. It was, it was solid. It actually made like all stars. We're on seven, right? We are. Okay, I think cool. I don't know. Like, all stars seven is making me actually like Drag Race again, which is saying something that I'm a Drag Race reviewer. <laughs> and, no, I no, I think I kind of agree. Well, it goes back to what I was just talking about. This brought like the freshness. That I've been wanting to see, and so well, the international. Remember, that's why we remember All Stars two so much. Is because mm -hmm. it like it was such a difference that yeah. like needed to be there, and then like this is definitely the the Disney version of freshness because no one goes home. Whereas like yeah. All Stars two, it was like we have to send each other home. Like this is crazy, and so I think you know we're all looking for a little bit more lightness in life now and so it's like okay this is great we at least get yeah. to enjoy that because yeah, remember after you know the trauma of the first year of the pandemic and they were like hey what if we did a drag race season where we like guilted or shamed or made half the cast feel like they had been eliminated without showing anything Gosh. the trauma god well it's because they cast the first openly homosexual contestant on rupaul's drag race that's why they did it that is true yeah Bye. jojo was so brave for that <laughs> i love joey uh J O E Y J O E Y. No, you messed it up. I didn't fucking listen to Joey J. 
I have her verse memorized by heart. I thought you were going to say, I have her number. I don't. Oh. There's not, well, a, uni- there's not a universe where Joey J would be interested in Davina me. Davina has me on Facebook and Twitter, and that makes me famous. Talk? <laughs> oh, no. I know the kind of guys Joey J goes for. It's not me. Like, That's not a report me say, I'm hot. I'm hot as fuck. But, like, <laughs> no. It, anyway. Um, well, I wanted to add on to... um. Odd's point in kind of the freshness of it because especially with the whole format of like oh no one's going home it now gives all these queens maybe not the Viv but it gives all these queens motivation to kind of do as well as they can and take risks because if it doesn't pay off they're not going home so like totally definitely everyone other than the Viv yeah um yeah it's I think we're going to look back in a few years when we've had a few more All-Stars and be like, can we do that again? And I hope they do. I hope they recognize like the success that this season has brought. I honestly get some other winners to come up. I would have loved for the All-Winners format to literally just be a separate franchise. Yeah. So we could have gotten this and an All-Stars this year and then possibly, feel, uh, possibly a sequel to this a couple years down the line or maybe even next year, who knows? And then also got an All-Stars. I think All-Stars 10 will be all winners again. Yeah. It feels like a very round number. And yeah. it's a number... It's it, That would be... Ba- based on the format that they typically do, it would be in three years. So, like, I, I think that would be enough time. We'd probably have another 75 Drag Race winners by that point. So there's a lot to choose from. There are. I would um, love to see Annie Chan compete on all winners after she wins Drag Race season 16. Come on, Auntie yeah. Chan. Please. Girl, we all want you. I mean, I know she applies. I want all of everyone from IMHO to compete, honestly. Please. Uh, Be so good. I think and Alexis the, could and, possibly do really well. And I think, I think, Ale- really I think well. Alexis could win, and I think Darby would go home second. Yeah, I think they would. They would set Darby up so bad. Second, they would set Darby up in the most horrific way. Truly, truly that. But that being um, said, and none for Bussy Queen. Anyway, um, I I need to stop screaming. Anyway, we come back to the workroom. I want to talk about Raj's workroom look this episode. Yes, Roger looks amazing. Roger looked. Roger has looked good every week. I like the workroom outfits have all just been so cool. And the Vivian, anyway. Um... <laughs> no, I think the Vivian is giving interesting angular movements, specifically in the jawline area. <laughs> what is with drag queens in the UK winning competitions? And just saying, hey, I need to um, get filler in my face. I think the head shape I want to go for is um, diamond. The thing is, Crystal Versace already had filler prior to winning. So I'm talking Crystal. I'm talking Alice Atlantis. I'm talking Lawrence. You said Alice Atlantis. You're right. Listen, I have stories about Alice Atlantis, but. I'm not anyway, here. <laughs> anyway the, this week's maxi challenge 
is the Santa School, Santa's School for Girls. I love that RuPaul described this as part a Christmas movie, part horror movie, part Mean Girls. And you know what? That's exactly what it was. I'm sorry. I would watch the fuck out of a feature length. That was just yeah. that. Totally. I agree. Um, but because the Tuck won the lip sync last week, she gets to cast everybody in the roles. Now, I think this is interesting, given that the last time there was a choice to be had, it went to the queen who was blocked? Yes, it did. Monet made the the lineup for the Draguation Challenge. I figured it would be Evie who would get to cast, but apparently not. So, shady boots. Whatever works. And this, is, and this is where the tuck, now this time on Drag Race, shows her entire ass. Because um, she's like, what part does everybody want? And everybody gives their part. And she's like, okay, Viv, you gave me first choice, or second choice technically, um, for the design challenge last week. So I'm going to give you your part. Everybody else kind of had one part that they were wanting to go for so everybody gets their part and then it comes down to jinx and monet for the miss toe part and they fully hold an audition where jinx is noticeably better i think monet is a great actress but noticeably better raja even goes as far to say Oh, Ooh, this, this is... part is Jinx. And the tuck says, so we're going to give Miss Tone. So just like, <laughs> it was so funny. Well, you know what they say, she's open to appliances. Alliances, not appliances. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, open are, to appliances. Is she, is she putting a refrigerator in her house? <laughs> she's actually just asking for wedding gifts. <laughs> Oh my god. I hate it here. <laughs> I was like, is she just trying to put a mini fridge in her ass? It's also just ass? the way that I was just gonna let it happen. <laughs> I was like, no, this is totally okay. I'm open to appliances. <laughs> Somebody write this down. This is going in the end of the year montage. I can already tell. I need to stop making a note Oh god. Anyway, um so are we all horror fans here? I am. I was actually really big into horror films, and that's why I did filmmaking at. Well, we should all our favorite horror movies, but okay. I have one. What is it? Scream. I know that's very generic. Or Scream Whoa, 2. Oh, my God. No, Scream 2. Scream 2 specifically. Scream is incredible. It's definitely my favorite horror movie. Anyone else? Mine is possibly Friday the 13th. I want to say part five is my favorite horror movie, but also maybe not. I don't know. I float between different movies quite frequently. I also love Misery. Movie. If anyone's out there. And oh, I've movie, heard of that. That one's really Not good. my Misery. Okay, I'm going to say this. I don't have a good rapport with like horror films, mainly because I fall asleep. <laughs> Valid. I tried watching the entire Saw series and I fell asleep through that. I fell asleep through The Conjuring, as well as the second movie. Um, the only one I never really fell asleep through was the first ever horror movie I watched, which was The Lost Boys. Oh, okay. There I'm go. just going to say The Lost Boys made a generation of millennials bisexual. 
It really did. You're not wrong. <laughs> My favorite horror movie is Dragula. Season three. Now. Oh, Go check out one of the first ever videos on this channel where we talk about Dracula. Shout out to Landon Sider. Yeah. I love him. Oh, odd. Do you remember that episode? Oh, that's a while. Way back in the history. Way back in the day. I do. I do. Uh, The times, am I right? Speaking of. So we go to record. Well, okay. So um, then the Tuck has the the cheek, the nerve, the gall, the audacity, and the gumption to go up to Jinxon. And she's like, are you good? Hi. Sorry I just shafted you. Sorry I didn't give you any of the parts you wanted. But... (laughs) And then Jinx is fully like, Whatever. I get to work on my vocal fry. <laughs> and I'm gonna make this the longest lines, lines ever. ever. I mean, she was on the season with the queen of the vocal fry, so yeah, I... I that too. Twice. Good. Good way to call back. <laughs> right. That's a great like, way to call back. Right. Um, let's move to the recording with um, RuPaul, who was there. And uh, Ixa Bravo. Who carried? She's just so cool. I wrote down, Janixa is giving great critiques while RuPaul can't stop laughing. (laughs) And then at one point, Janixa gives a critique, I think, to like the good girls. And Ru is like, yes. And she was just like invested, which was like, nice to see you know instead of just being like oh here i am you know this is life she was like fully invested in it i love her but michelle visage that is what she does every time she's doing an acting challenge like hello yeah um no i i have now personally added janixa bravo into my rotation of fabulous black women that should have a permanent spot on the judging panel like you can keep ross and carson whatever but I have, like, my rotating list is now um, Nicole Byer, Lizzo, Lonnie Love, T.S. Madison, Leslie Jones, and Janixa Bravo. <clears throat> they'd only have, they'd I think only it's Wanda like, Sykes in there, too. I really loved Wanda Sykes when she was on. Oh, oh, and Jennifer Lewis. We have to have Jennifer Lewis. Oh, Jennifer Lewis. You need to put that. Is if that it's uncomfortable, six, baby? I just, I feel like there needs to be a permanent spot for a fabulous Black woman on the judging panel. Please. I feel like with Michelle, she used to really know the girls. Like, like, like around season five, like she like was really like she knew them. Like she knew them so yeah. well because she used to tour with them. But now I there's would, like yeah. there's like a disconnect with kind of I don't know. It's like a weird emotional disconnect that I feel as a viewer of like it's just a job now. It's not as exciting. In Michelle's defense, the past two years have kind of been a lot of her recovering from Hashimoto's disease. Yeah. So maybe that glow will come back after a couple of years, but what's Hashimoto's disease? I see it a a little bit in this season. I definitely see it because obviously she knows these girls very well and like she's worked with all of them countless times before. But I do agree. I've missed, I've missed the Michelle that we know and love from like 
the good old seasons of Drag Race. Speaking on Genixa, as someone who did, for some reason, willingly do filmmaking as a degree, oh, Logan decides now is the time to disappear. Very fierce. But um, yeah, Janixa did all the things you need to do to be a great director. Like she pushed all the actors to try different things, try different methods, got them to where everyone needed to be. Like everyone had such good characterization throughout the entire challenge. And that is probably in no part mostly due to Janixa. Like she really did a fabulous job. Tens across the board. It was great. Janixa carried. She did. She was so good. Logan, you may come back. Yeah, like, okay. Why did you? Because I was like, oh. I don't remember what happened next. So I'm going to. There's a knock at my door. Sorry. Oh, I thought you like purposely disappeared whilst I was speaking because you came no, back. Not, at all, you not at all, but it was very intentional. So I'm going to say that's what happened. No, um, no, there was a knock at my door. I was like, hello? <laughs> Who is this on a Sunday? Anyway. Um, on the Lord's Day. Very that. So we go to I the workroom. music. Truly. We go to the workroom. And I don't normally, like, write down anything from the workroom. But so many dumb and stupid things happened in the workroom this episode. Uh, similar to Untucked. We're actually going to talk about Untucked this week. I don't know if anybody watched it other than me. But it was very fun. Um, well, then I'm going to talk and you are all going to listen to my words, which is typically what happens here. Anyway, <laughs> um, we go to the workroom and apparently, um, the Virginia has finally learned how to pussy pop and then she tries to do it. And I'm like, yeah, it was, it was blase. Yeah. That's just yeah. rusty. She looked like she had thrush, I'm not gonna lie. Like she just looked like she had an itchy coochie. It was not great. And then Raja, speaking of coochie, Raja makes this really weird metaphor where she's like, you know when you grab your key it felt very Roth Matthews. You know when Odd gets it, because Odd knows that reference that I'm trying to make. From the pit stop. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know when you do that thing that you did. You know when you you're you know when you're at the grocery store <laughs> and you go down the aisle and you find just the most beautiful can of peaches, but then there's a dent in the side of it. So you put it back, you grab another can, and then you're walking around the store and you're thinking, should I grab that dented can? That's Ross Matthews. <laughs> but Raja makes this metaphor where she's like you know when you grab your keys and you're getting in the house and ultimately she talks about how she's pissing on herself and I'm like what is happening this is like missed this I don't remember that part at all it's a fully confession moment yes I remember this She's like, I really enjoyed filming and then makes this metaphor. And this is like the second or third time this episode Raja talks about urinating. And I'm like... Piss queen. Piss queen. Um, we don't... It's like, oh, it's about... It's like when you start to pee kind of thing, but at this yeah. point, I've already pissed myself. I don't remember this literally at all. No, I just, no memory. I remember the pit stop when they did, they did this moment, but I was like... I don't remember that at literally at all. Um, 
the only the reason re-watch. I remembered it. The only reason I remembered it is because I just rewatched the episode. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then the talk once again brings up because somebody has to megaphone every single episode and be like, these are the people who have not been blocked in case none of you were paying attention. And it's uh, usually the data. It's usually Monet. Well, it's usually one of the twinners. Because, you know. I feel like they're oh, playing a game no one else is really a part of. I know. Like, they are taking the social strategy part so seriously and everyone else is Monet like, okay. specifically. And obviously, she's a reality fan like one of us. Like us. So, like, I get it. And, like, that's how we would all be on one of these shows, let's be real. No, I agreed. I would be like, hey, this bitch hasn't been blocked yet if anyone wants to rectify that. And then, Jada. Jada. (laughs) Jada sold me, though. I was like, that makes sense. I I was like, I was fully following. Because I feel like at this point, Jada has... The check is cleared. She's cemented in the finals, I think. Unless something crazy happens. Unless something crazy happens. Yeah. She's pretty I, think, I think there's going to be another twist, though. Not that that's saying that's going to deter Jada from being in the top four, but I do think there's another twist, like multiple star twist coming up. Yeah, or taking away a star. They've something. been very nice with the whole, you know, no one goes home, but what if yeah. now someone get, takes away a star? I, I could see that. Like a yeah. star steal where someone can take a star yes. from someone else? Oh, that's evil. They get to take it, it from someone else and keep it for themselves. Maybe they they'll actually, gain a star and, like, steal? Maybe yeah. they'll actually they'll maybe they'll actually make a platinum plunger this time and actually make it platinum. You know, if I could steal a star, I would steal it from any queen who only had one star. Just to be evil. Not the, like I would take Monet's one star and... just to like send her over the edge and destroy her psyche. God. I'm sorry. I just want to take a, a, a quick minute here and just acknowledge every shot they've had of that stupid platinum plunger and how badly huh. produced. It's not it's not even it's not even like just what they're doing with it, it's just them zooming into the plunger we love a hard zoom onto a plunger honestly like oh okay sorry i also have a story sorry literally on my first day the first day i went to pride like literally after work mm-hmm. i saw so many like guys dressed up like as like kinky police sexy policemen and they all had platinum plungers and that sent me well i was like oh, have a lot in common what because they're both associated with being shit. <laughs> anyway. Wow. <laughs> Jada's argument, very compelling. I agree. Yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. sure. Um, and then they're recreating horror movie, like, death scenes. Okay. And I love uh, the one moment where the tuck entertained me in this episode. She was like, oh! <laughs> <It fell laughs> all over. And then Jada just being like, Cause it's true. It's very Michael Myers of her. It is very Doesn't Michael Myers. Run, just walks. <laughs> Truly that. Um, Sam's murder weapon of choice is going to be the dildo. I hate you. Anyway, let's talk about the runway. Yes, let's do it. Yes. Run, 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 runway. Bring it to the hodgepodge. Hodgepodge, yeah. <laughs> category for the week is nitty nitty bang bang okay can i just say i am so annoyed at the category name because nitty nitty bang bang is like it's good 
But Crochet You Stay was right there. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Our macramazing. I love that they were probably just told on the brief, knitted. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it, or I, we, I don't even know what was on yeah, there. Yeah, I was going to ask, do uh, any of you get the reference here? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Anyway. Let's start with the Virginia Compromise. Um, <laughs> this is beautiful. Yeah, she looks sweaty. <laughs> she said it was like 20 in, in Untucked, which apparently I'm the only one that watched. She said that this was like 25 pounds. Uh, yeah. It's, it's definitely really, really beautiful. But her panty, I didn't understand why that wasn't white. Mm-hmm. That was my one thing. Otherwise, it's really cool. Obviously, really heavy. But that, I just, it kept, it kept taking me out of it. Yeah. That it wasn't white. Yeah. Well, I do <laughs> love the hair because it reminds me of my Auntie Ange. She has like always used to have a fierce updo and I miss that. She changed her hair not too long ago. Mm. Auntie Ange, if you're watching this, please start having a beehive again. It was really fierce. I will co-sign though. I've never seen it. Can we bring back the beehive? Sure. <laughs> For one second, I thought you were going to say, can we bring your Auntie Ange onto the podcast? <laughs> oh, that's you. Yes, let's bring I'm my straight 50-year-old leopard print-wearing chain-smoking aunt onto the, the podcast. Absolutely. Hello, the grand <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing groundbreaking about this other than the physical weight of it. Um... <laughs> But it's well done. I, I like... Totally. She was yeah. able to put the knitting needles in the hair, which I did appreciate that detailing. Obviously, a lot of time and effort went into making this look, so I do appreciate it. Um, For me, my cup is going to be at, like, 90% full today. Yeah. Yeah. My cup is at, like, 80% full. I'd say 90, but I have to deduct 10 points because this is the Vivian. Fair. Um, oh yeah, odd. We finally came up with a consistent judging. Uh, I can tell. Scale. I was like, filled yeah. cup. <laughs> so it's percentages. You can have it full. It can be half full. It can be empty. It can be overflowing. Just wherever your heart desires. But we finally came up with one. <laughs> Love it. So. I hope sustained. It's it, it it's enough. But... Yeah. Valid. Let's move on to Shea Coulee wearing, I'm just going to say, one of the best looks to ever be on Drag Race. I love this. This is art. I love this. Mm -hmm. She's just so conceptual. Like, everything has, like, such a specific viewpoint. And so it's very, like, even, even if you don't, like, look at it at first and be, like, know exactly what she's referencing, most of the times you do. But then when she explains it in her little, like, in the runway talking part of it, where she's talking about it, it's like oh okay yes this is of course and mm -hmm. so i just i mean she's just perfect truly and I, I feel like we're seeing that conceptuality from shay so much more in all stars seven than we even did in all stars five or season nine because yeah. we definitely got that from her on both of her original seasons like i think specifically to her hot dog chicago look yep like i think to that i think to like her 
bright her gingham bridal like design challenge look on all stars five like i think of her finale look from all stars five like they're all very i think of her um rose petals Oh, the rose petal carry moment, absolutely. But I feel like I feel like we're finally seeing the final form of Shea Coulee, and it's really she's just having fun, you know. Like I feel like for a lot of them, like obviously in your first season, you have to prove that you're good enough. You have to prove that you're good enough to win. And so in her first season, obviously she proved she was good enough to win, but then she still didn't get it. And so then in uh, All Stars five, she had to just be like. I really am this good, like crown it, you know, the whole thing. And so now she doesn't like, not that she ever had to prove anything, but like when you're in a competition like that, you can't help but feel like you have to prove something. And so now she's just like, woohoo, this is great. This is fun. I'm going to say something like controversial. Don't shoot me. I really hated a lot of what Shay Warren season nine. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm glad she lost because it sounds bad. I'm glad that Sasha won and then we got Shay to win All-Stars 5 because Shay on All-Stars 5 allowed me to fall in love with Shay and the magic that Shay kool mm-hmm. and obviously led to us getting Shay now on All-Stars 8. Seven. Seven. I'm from Yorkshire. I don't know how to count. Um, but yeah, as, as far you as... You don't know how to do most looks, things. What was that? You don't know how to do most things. No, I, I heard that. I was just trying to be threatening. Yeah, I know. Um, Anyway, what were your thoughts on this look? Bitch. I thought she looked amazing. <laughs> I think the picture doesn't really do it justice because you can't see yeah. the texture of the dress. But I think... I don't understand the specific reference or inspiration she was going for because I don't know anything about the group of people she was mentioning. Mm-hmm. But I think she looks completely out of this world. I love the colour palette. And the bald cap, it was so seamless yeah. do you know how hard it is to get a seamless bald cap yes one <laughs> no i've actually used a bald cap before before i started <laughs> shaving my head so I, i'm a theater kid of course i've used a bald cap because the last time i tried to do a bald cap i accidentally glued it to all this hair on the back of my neck no no, no baby no I'm hairy on the front and almost completely bald on the back of me, apart from like a massive patch of hair on the back of my neck and the top of my back. And I got liquid latex in that and it just snatched bald. Tell you what though, I felt like a dolphin afterwards because it was schmoove. God, not a dolphin. No, not the dolphin. It's funny with this look because it's like, oh, it's like a simple dress. You got the leg warmers. uh, You got the big like kind of bangles mm-hmm. and then you got this like almost like plaid gingham poncho kind of thing but it all works well together and given like what she was going for like it's executed very well um i think that's the best i've ever seen like a bald cap done to that bald cap Ooh, i think yeah mm, i think the only other instance specifically on drag race of a really good bald cap But yeah, no. What'd you say? Cut out. Yeah, I, um, I was like, yeah. okay, dramatic pause. Yeah. <laughs> the only other instance is. <laughs> that literally was what it was like. I was like, 
Um, I was like, is it just me? No, I was gonna say um, Vanessa Van Cartier. I think is the other person that I immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of like bald looks, other than obviously like Sasha Valor. Um, Relies on brains. Biddy be damned. Let monsters reign. I I I love that I don't know this reference, and yet I don't care either. Like, it's just perfection. My cup is overflowing. I really, truly wish that they were, uh, like, at the start of the season, I was fully like, give Raja the flowers that she deserves. And now I'm like, give Shay the flowers she deserves. Because honestly, I was expecting this season to be, like, another season of the judges being obsessed with Shay. Yeah. Because that's what we got from season nine and season All-Stars of five, whatever. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, this season, they've kind of been, like... Peter does. Yeah. Paying her dust. And it's like so strange because this is Shea Kulea. Like, yeah. I guess yeah. We, could, we could probably talk about the acting challenge performances in this time as well because I truly thought Shay did a great job in the challenge. Really yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. I always, like, because growing up, I tended, like, in theater things, I tended to go for that, like, if there was a character that was more like the straight man and like rooted in reality, those were the characters that I gravitated towards. And so this role, I feel like spoke directly to me in the way that I act, but also like I thought Shay did such a great job with it. And that's also roles that Shay kind of gravitates towards as well, at least from what we've seen on Drag Race. Um, I thought she really did a great job of kind of anchoring the entire thing. Um, I thought Viv did fine as well. Viv did great, but whatever. Um, but I thought Shay did a great job. Yeah, no, Shay held her own in that challenge. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, like you mentioned, like the I really gravitated toward her character because it's like, oh, rooted in, rooted in reality, very rational, but also she makes it she she can make it funny. Like, she has great comedic timing. This uh, is not a musical. Exactly! No, because literally, this is not a musical. <laughs> no, but my cup is also over, overflowing. Oh, yeah, my cup is full. Yes, my cup is full as well. It's hard to compare any Shea kool look to her uh, finale in All-Stars 5, that pink gown. And so just everything after that, I'm just like, damn, that, that, that's probably my favorite look of all time on the runway. I just, I just thought about the idea that Shea Kool-Aid could have a finale gown this season, and I want to see it. I feel like they I will, hope. won't they? They I, think, I, I hope. Yeah, I hope you guys see the finale gowns and then they announce the top four. Yeah, take on the UK thing where they bring them all back. I feel like UK bring and Canada, them. right? Don't they bring them yeah. all back at the end? Yeah. All the girls? Yeah. 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 Bring most, them back my grill. Most franchises other than the US. Yeah. Yeah, they do it on Espana. Holland. They probably did it on Italia. I think. I'm assuming they're going to do it on France. Holland. Um, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Hosted by Vivacious. <laughs> Let's move on to Yvette Nicole Oddly. This was hey, the best photo friends. I could fall, I could find. <laughs> I thought this outfit was really cool. I loved it. I, I mean, I really did. I was surprised because it's not usually something I'm like, 
I'm drawn towards this kind of outfit, but I was like, okay, this is cool. I liked it. It's the yarn braids for me. Yeah. Yarn braids? Like, she had braids made out of, like, yarn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just so cool. Yeah, no, everything about this outfit, like, was great for me. I loved it. And I thought you said the ombre, because I was going to say the same thing, too. It was the ombre (laughs) for me, too. Portrait of a scarecrow on fire. No, but like everything on this on this outfit was like very well done. Yeah, the fact that it was dip dyed as well. Yeah, and then Evie brings up a really important thing. I forget whether it's on the runway or was it untucked, but she talks about how she's been working on this outfit for like four or five four months. months, which makes me think like how long did these queens get to prepare for the season? Because it's a while, because they had people say no. And so they probably started reaching out to people earlier on to see, like, okay, who's actually going to come? Yeah. Because it seems like they've kind of been very lax with everything this season. We'll talk about a tweet thread that I pulled from this week. Didn't they have, I keep cutting you off, but didn't they have, like, stuff, like, sent to them, too, like, while they were still there? Like, they would receive stuff while they were there. That I don't know. I heard that. I think maybe I heard that on Race Chaser. I, I would be surprised. I need to catch up on Race Chaser. I haven't. Yeah. I've been very busy. Um, but yeah, um, this is beautiful. This is one of my favorite Evie Oddly looks, I think, ever. Really yeah. Cool. Me too. The headpiece head as well, the, the knitting needles with the yarn, the knitting, ne- the giant knitting needle hands. My cup is full. You go work, Evie. My cup is overflowing. It is into Logan's room. It is in Eris's room. It is in God's room. Yeah, I saw it. My cup is... My cup's at a good night five. Okay. I'm about to get removed by Logan, aren't I? No. We're just going to move on to uh, Marlena Dietrich. Marlena Dietrich. This is the most glamorous Jinx Monsoon has ever looked on Drag Race. Yep. Glamour. It is, but I'm just not excited by it. Valid. You know, yeah, like it looks beautiful, but like, I don't know. I think the issue is with it being all winners that a beautiful ground really just isn't going to do anything yeah. over all. And Jinx looks lovely, gal. But I mean, yeah, people came out in some really insane shit this episode. Mm-hmm. And by comparison, this is just a very lovely gown. Yeah. But yeah. as Aretha Franklin once famously said, beautiful gowns, gorgeous gowns. Not this. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think honestly for me, it was mostly the color. Like, I feel like if it was in any other, if the gown was in any other color, I think I would be a little bit more excited about it. Imagine if it it, was in red. I would cry. That'd be amazing. Or even like with Jinx's skin tone, I would love like this in like an emerald green. Ooh. It will complement her hair very well. Exactly. I mean, green and orange, green and ginger, a great combination. 
I would even say maybe like a like an indigo because that's not really a color that Jinx goes for very often. I just, and we're eight episodes in, I just wish there was a little bit more, I guess the word I'm looking for is versatility from Jinx. Because she has it when it comes to the performance Mm -hmm. of it all. Regardless of what challenge it is, she's going to perform. I just wish, and her her runways are better than they were on her first season. But I'm I just, would hope so. I would also hope so. I'm just missing a little something. I think that's kind of why we really enjoyed the whatever happened to Baby Jane Fonda. Yes, where she actually did end up like showing off her body, and it's not like something we typically know Jinx for. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of feel the same way where this is very well executed. I think Jinx looks amazing in this outfit. I love the tribute to Marlena Dietrich. Um, but yeah, no, it does. It, there is something missing about it. Yeah. I think with that being said, my cup is going to be an 85 because it's clearly very good, but it's not unique really in any way. I'm going to say... It is at an 80. My cup is also at an 80. Three for three, 80. <laughs> well, shit. I'm the nice one for once. What is this? Gasp. I know. Let's move on to the talk. I don't know what a grumpkin <laughs> is. I immediately. <laughs> I think the shoes look beautiful. She's I giving, like the idea of it. She's giving interesting angular shapes. The hair is a Baps moment. If it was, it's also a little Contessa today. Wait, yo. no, 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 no! Don't do Baps like that, baby. Don't, mm-hmm. don't do Baps like that. Wait, do y'all remember when Nick Cannon dyed his hair like in a leopard print? I just, I just remembered, and I, I put that out of my memory. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but also, this photo you got of the song. Yeah. I, I think it's really endearing. What about it? <laughs> I think it's really endearing that a fan gave her this Yeah. Yes. I didn't know she had any. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she had to buy a new one after... The last one was sucked up into what is now her ass. I will say I liked it better on the runway compared to this picture. Like, I remember, like, when it was on the runway, I was like, okay, you know, at least she's trying something different than what we've been seeing from her. It's not like no, we're not going to remember it in a few weeks. It's but It's not like, good. Uh, yeah. I kind of like it. Fuck you, really? It's so terrible, it's good. No. I No, actually, I'm going to be honest about that, too. I think that's kind of what I like about it, too. It's, like... Ugly it, beautiful. It's so bad. Like, if it was ugliest gown ever, this would clear. I like the idea. I, mean, I, know, I know I've had some alcohol today, but no. <laughs> okay. Okay. I also I, wasn't as high on her acting challenge as the judges were. 
No, me neither. Just were like, I thought she oh was like, oh my gosh, mid. she did so good. And I was like, she's fine. She was, was really a, mid. It was another very safe choice for her. And she got to cast everybody. Yeah. I felt it was a very safe choice for her. Yeah. I mean, I, she followed Janixa's directions and she mm-hmm. took note of that and did it. But well. I will I will add Grumpkin. Yes. Grumpkin. Okay. Grumpkin. Wait, sorry. Not to cut you off, Harris, but do y'all remember there was a... I wasn't saying anything important, clearly. (laughs) Do do y'all remember that movie, Ugly Dolls? No, because it came out, like, last year and it was for toddlers. Okay. Or, um, this gives me Little Big Planet. (laughs) Sorry. Let's not do a little big planet like that, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Ugly mean, dolls I can get behind. The fact that the tuck was technically in the top for this challenge also just upsets me. Shea Coulee was right there. Like, I don't get it. Let's my cup, okay. I see my cup is empty. <gasps> no. Yes. This I is- hate I'm the, sorry, the this is not, under no circumstances, is this comparable to what Lova Ladiva wore on this episode of Drag Race France? I prefer what Lova Ladiva wore on Drag Race France to this. What's the passing grade in Canada? Um, It's 50. <laughs> I'd give it a Canada passing grade. I would give yeah, it a 50, 50%. What's the passing grade? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's different. It's different. I would say she's passed like a Canadian passing grade. <laughs> I think it can pass, but it's like it's not like it's not like a wow, you know? Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm on that same boat with you all. <laughs> yeah, see it makes sense. I feel like no, I just like missed something really funny. You did. That's what you get for walking away. You'll have to watch the episode to find out. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Um, no, I'll be I'll be slightly shadier. My cup is at five percent because some bitches today decided they wanted to give looks five percent. There we go. On to the next. Oh, sorry. I'm like, let's get out of here. I oh, is it my turn? Yes. Okay. It's well, I, I, I didn't realize everyone else had said theirs already. Maybe you should listen. Bitch, I got ADHD. Leave me alone. Me too, uh, bitch. <laughs> my cup is at, I'm going to say, 30%. That feels fair and valid. Yes. Work, Ladiva. <laughs> Don't you fucking do it. Mana. Okay. I have a lot of, a lot, 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 lot of thoughts. And by a lot of thoughts, I mean I loved everything but the shoe. I loved this look. I thought oh, the I hair was so fun. I, I love. I love a drag queen in a high waisted panty. Like a high waisted panty looks so good on a drag queen because it covers everything that needs to be covered. Okay, cinches. He's pulling these booty shorts. I feel like it's just like like you're saying like high waisted underwear. But she said I'm wearing little booty shorts, and I was like, huh? Like this is wild. <laughs> I call them granny aunties because they're like. The yeah. panties your grandma and aunties would wear? Yeah. Well, Michelle calls it what Vanity Milan called them, like, poom-poom shorts. 
Michelle literally says that in her critique. And Monet was like, <laughs> like Monet understood what it was. Um, but Pum yeah. Pum Power. Sam. Uh, I no, I really like this. I like everything about this look except for the shoe. I'm gonna agree. I didn't realize the I, shoe. I like the little bad. yeah, I like the little the little pom-pom that's on the shoe, but not the shoe itself. Totally. I I agree. I think this is my roommate had a weird comment where he was like, This is something that like I've seen before from Monet, and I was like, When? Yeah. When and where? Um, this fully gives Monet, this is, this is kind of like the essence of exchange, if you will. Um, like, I'm going to think about this look when I think about Monet exchange for years to come. Um, you know what? The only thing I would have changed other than the shoe is I would have loved to have seen this in a different color palette because I'm not obsessed with the, like that shade of pink. I think it would have looked really good in like a red. Or green. Yeah, but we see we get to, we see Monet a lot in green. That's the thing. The I think of like a like a pink and yellow instead of the pink and white. Mm. Oh, I like that. Um, my cup is gonna be at ninety eight percent because of the shoe. I think I'm gonna also say ninety eight percent because of the shoe. I'm gonna be a bad person and say ninety. I'll say. 97. Slay. <laughs> what about a 97? These are such specific percentages. Well, no, I was, I was gonna say our birth year, but I don't think we were born the same year. No, I was ni- I'm 96. I'm 97. 99. 2000. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> the essence of Hall. I loved this. Ooh. I loved it. I knew yes. instantly, instantly what she was referencing, mm-hmm. which is always fun. I didn't watch the show that this was referenced on, so I didn't know the reference, oh. sadly. See, I, it helps that my sisters are older than me, because I remember this show. Okay. I don't have specific memories of being like, oh, yes, let's watch this show, but I, I've seen it, and I knew it exactly who she was when she walked out. And I think there was, like, a meme that went around, a few, like, last year, because there's this part in the show where the main character, like, throws her legs... Oh, it was... Uh, this podcast, it was like, who's the freakiest freak? And <laughs> there's like this clip of the girl in this, and she's like throwing her body around real crazy. And so <laughs> that's like what I think of when I think of uh, no, but yeah, I love this look. Yeah. I So I grew up watching Big Comfy Couch. It is oh. a core part of my childhood. Um, it is got it is what got me to love clowns and the red noses. Um, because I used to be like horrified of clowns. Um, but but yeah, no. El Rio. <laughs> I love this look so much. Very well executed. I love the train. I love the lavender. Um, I don't know. It, it was it's fun. I love her face. She's a like, fun girl. Jada just has so much range. She, she has does. so much range with what she can do. She well, just, I'm very versatile. Janixa even says it in the critique. She's like, she has a yeah. lot of range. 
And I don't know, like, I was thinking about it since this last episode, and I was like, is Jada, like, the best winner we've ever had? Like, is that, like, is that too far to go? I feel like she really is. I like, mean, I feel like we'll find out. Of, of yeah. the gen- of its generation, maybe, I think. Of the modern generation of Drag Race, perhaps. Because the just- only one who I think could rival is Shay Coulee. I think Shay can rival Jada. I th- yes and no. I think someone as far as like well-rounded, like if we're looking at an all-around winner, I think the only person for me that instantly comes to mind, given all of the factors of drag and drag race, would be Bob the Drag Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. People have this weird habit of saying Bianca's the best drag race winner ever. Um, I strongly disagree. Bianca might have one of the best track records ever, but she is not like the strongest drag race winner ever. She's she a brilliant the, comedian. She, the best one. she can well uh, of her blah, 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 blah. I know Envy Peru, blah 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 blah. But as I'm trying to say, uh, da, 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 my I've completely lost my train of thought. Fuck you, Logan. I've completely lost what I was saying because um, you were saying um Bianca might be the best. Oh um, no, so fans say, like, a lot of fans have this idea that, well, they say that Bianca's the best winner, and, like, Bianca's a wonderful seamstress and a great actress and a great comedian. Mm-hmm. But if we, if Bianca was to come back, she would never be able to succeed in the singing, dancing girl group challenges. I mean, we saw Shade the Rusical, and she was lucky she got to, like, walk around in a gown for the entire thing. There was a tweet that went around the other day and it was like the weakest winners of all time. And it was, I forget everyone who was mentioned, but I just remember Alaska was mentioned and I was like, what? Weakest winners? I don't think Alaska should be on there. Like, I think it was... This post brought to you by a Katya fan. Probably. It was like Alaska. I remember Violet was on there. And then... A winner from a franchise that I haven't seen. Like, I hadn't seen the season. Was it but Canada? What? Was it Canada? No, it was Thailand. Thailand. Oh, which which winner are they talking about? Because I'm a No, season two, I'm pretty sure. Angela? Don't you? Yes, yes they said that. Angela Anong Anong is one of the best people to win Drag Race, point blank. Ever. That's that's like, even not seeing it, I know that. Because someone retweeted, quote tweeted it, and was like, she literally won like every single challenge. Like she won like six challenges or something. But I was like, oh. I said this is like crazy. Thailand is a Thailand is a different breed because uh, literally someone won Snatch Game and got eliminated that episode. Like that's how cracked. Crazy. There was also like two double eliminations and a double uh, return of two return. two contestants returned. And then ended up both being finalists along with Angela. Yeah, literally. It's because, so Drag Race Thailand. There was a disqualification. Yeah, there was a. Drag Race Thailand season two is wild. Honestly, when we have some downtime from Drag Race, I want us to do a watch slash rewatch of Drag Race Thailand season two. I'm down. It is entertaining as hell. But um, yeah, so Drag Race Thailand fully, like, it. It's so wild. Anyway, Jada is tall. My cup is full. My cup is overflowing. Yeah. My cup's full. I'll say overflowing. This is great. I loved it. 
work, Divas. Raja! Wait! Before we go to Raja, the main thing that I remember from the acting challenge is Jada's glasses and her hair. Oh. I just thought it looked perfect together. Right. I was like, oh, this is so fun. I meant to mention that. But because her her part definitely was smaller. Huh. And so it was harder to get like a full like, oh, yeah, this is great. But like, if I remember one thing from the uh, acting challenge, it's her glasses and her hair. I love a blue. Was it blue? It was like blue, purple glasses. Something like that. It was a it was dark blue. Color. Love that. Love it that. Blue. I thought they looked so good. But we, we moved. We moved to Russia. <laughs> Yeah, no, Jada kind of gave me, like, Asia O'Hara in Madam Butterfly, or Madam Butterface, <laughs> where it's, like, small oh. role, but carried. Yeah, totally. I love that Raja's look here was a callback to her, like, she Prio character from the futuristic runway from season three, which, um, if you've not watched season three, I need you all to just go back and look at what Delta work wore. For no reason other than I live. We are not doing Delta this dirty today on this program. But I'm Love gonna go but I'm gonna go pull up the look so we can all look at it. Anyway, y'all yeah. talk to Raja. She was giving me interesting angular movements in an outfit in gold. It was very threaded, it was a little Joan of Arc. I love the like Xena warrior princess of it all. She had a lot going on in the face area that was very pointy. I hated the hair. I don't know what the idea with the hair was, other than possibly <coughs> it's a similar shape and color to what she wore for the She-Freepio runway. But um, yeah, and she had a she had a ball and a chain for a purse. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I, I... it's a good look. So we'll go there. <laughs> it's a good look. And I think it's uh, it was nice that it was, I feel like, very different from everyone else's. And that it looked more uh, like the materials were harder. So I, I, I thought that was fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no. I think it's a perfect... It's not my favorite look on this runway. Um, but I, like, I still love this look. I think gold always looks really good on Raja's skin. Um, I love the silhouette. I love all the kind of the geometrics of it all, if you will. Um, yeah, no, it, it's very well executed. Yeah, I love the callback. I really appreciate doing something very, very completely different for this sort of runway. Um, yeah, I think this is uh, pretty good. My cup is yeah, My cup is full. My cup's full. Full. <laughs> full. Full, full, full across the board. Um, I can't find Delta's look, but yeah, go check out. It's episode three of season three. Yeah. Um... No, so yeah, the top episode one is technically this like special, thing, which zero. is so weird to watch now because so many people in that special go on to be on Drag Race, like for Gina, yeah, Mrs. Kasha David, um, not the David. best twink of all time. I can't remember. Oh, Jocelyn Fox. There we go. Wow. That's one way to describe Jocelyn Fox the best twink of all time. <laughs> 
Jocelyn Fox convinced me that twinks deserve rights. Well, um, all right. Favorite look from this runway? None of them. No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, it's hard. I'll start and yeah. say it's. Ooh. Okay, I have three in mind. Can I name all three of them? No. I like Trey. Okay, I'll name all three yeah. of them. Yeah, um, go for but, it. No, the three that really stood out to me were Shay, Evie, and Jada. Agreed. I'm going to go with Jada. I'm going to go with my top two would be Evie and Jada. Very valid of you. Both very different. So it's hard to like, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my split tie then between Shay and Raja. Mm. Roger. So um we kind of talked about the acting challenge a little bit. I don't know if anybody else has any other things they want to bring up with it, or we can just talk about the top two in regards to that. Um it was well done. The act the acting challenge was spot on. Perfectly solid. I could see the reasons why they gave the uh, the Vivian and I think Raja's definitely was yes. I thought Raja's part was really fun. I thought it was a good part for Raja. I feel like the Vivian, the thing with her is that it's like it's almost like too easy for her to go the direction that she went with it, and so it didn't feel like a stretch. Not to say she did bad, like she did very good, but it's just like again, it didn't excite me. Like we've seen this from the Vivian. So yeah. it was like, I think it's a similar thing when she like decided to go the drunk route when she did the whole graduation speech. Yeah, Viv, I I kind of feel very similarly about Viv that I do about Jinx. Like they're just not giving that little extra thing that I feel like a couple of the other queens are, and they're obviously there's still four episodes, so anything can happen. But I. I don't know. Nothing that the Vivian has done on this season has truly surprised me. Other than maybe the um, the runway where she came down in like the the bondage thing, that was really like the only thing that kind of like threw me for a loop. But nothing it's she's very done... normal. Yeah, I don't actually know. She's not normal. She's ordinary you know what it's reminding me of a little bit it's reminding me that the composition of one well, yes um yes. it's reminding me of the way that bb competed on all stars 3 because everything bb did on all stars 3 was very good but there was nothing earth shattering other than her grace jones like so RuPaul, when are we going to fuck? Like that that was definitely a highlight for her. But I feel like everything else she did, as far as like her demeanor, performance and challenges, like there's a few exceptions, but I feel like for the most part, she was very, very just there. And I kind of feel the same way about Vivian. And I wonder if that's just like a thing with the first winner of a franchise. Like, if we get another All Winners and we get people like Priyanka, if we get people like Envy, 
we Carmen. got Carmen, if we got I don't think so. I think at least with Priyanka, Priyanka's just fun. You know, I feel like she's I dumb feel, or whatever. I also so I feel, feel like Veronica's like <laughs> drag has like improved. So I just called her Veronica yeah. again. Priyanka's drag has improved so much since um Cold Drag Race Canada. There we go. Cold Drag Race. <laughs> You can tell it's nearly one a.m. Old Drag Race season three. What time actually is it? It's ha- it's like nearly half one in the morning. Cold Drag Race, but yeah, Priyanka's drag has like improved so much, and yeah. she's developed so much. And I'm I'm expecting to see the same from Carmen. I want to say I'd expect the same from Envy, but I don't know if Envy has the room for it because Envy's drag was pretty flawless coming to Drag Race to start with. Yeah. Um. Kita, maybe. I don't know what Kita would bring. I would love to see Kita. I would too. For a season that's otherwise pretty much forgotten, I yeah. would like to see Kita. Because be. I feel like the, she has nice outfits and nice drag, but um, I think the only thing that's stopping her from going to the level that we've seen on All Stars 6, 7, fucking hell. The level we've seen on All Stars 7 is probably money. And um. I'm pretty sure Down Under was one of the seasons where they gave people money. So fifty thousand, I think. That's not bad. Thirty thousand something. It's better than a badge in a show no one will watch. Unless Let's it's partner out with Lawrence Jenny. Anyway, we find out that the winners of this week's challenge are the Virginia Compromise and Raja Gemini. Do we agree? Not sure. I'm not mad at it. I think it makes sense. I um, s- was so very excited when the music started. I would like to ask, why is the Vivian in an off-colored baby grow? Why has she got a gag around her neck that she didn't do anything with? Because she's a super freak. Okay. <laughs> It's giving the same thing I just talked about with Viv. It's giving generic ordinary. Giving I'm sorry, but some of the lip sync outfits we've seen this season and ones that haven't even Wild. gone for lip sync have been amazing. And even ones from Viv. I could buy what the Viv wore for this. Like, Me too. You don't, like, why don't you have I'm so, like, and this is just a drag perform thing. Every drag performer should have a good, slutty, black latex bodysuit somewhere in their closet. So they can perform Super Freak, SNM, Montero, or anything like that. And the fact that the Viv probably does and didn't even bring it is so... Eh? That being said, Raja looked wonderful. I loved this look from Raja. Mm-hmm. And and I... So they lip synced to Super Freak. It started and I was like, it's Super mm-hmm. Freak or Hammer Time. And I'm like, I'm cool either way. <laughs> I would be excited for Eva. I wanted to like this lip sync. I think the only thing I liked was the Vivian nearly breaking her ankle. No, I'm <gasps> kidding. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not that I mean. I forgot that she fell. That, that was, was actually a really good recovery. She fell. She fell. <laughs> no, I get, oh. like, I get such secondhand embarrassment for, like, awkward situations. Like the, so the like, full body cringe. Oh. Oh like you just feel it run through you where you're just like Ugh. oh she kept going what could you do it's like yeah. and then right in front of the other girls too like there was no missing it 
You know what she did? She poured a bottle of water on herself because she's such a super freak. But you know who did it first? Silky Nutmeg Garage. Silky Nutmeg Garage. I was happy Raja won overall, though. Yeah. Yes. That's what made me be so Raja, in the top two is that Raja won. Raja encapsulated the song in a very chic way, mm-hmm. in a way that's very of the time, rather than going for like the playing it out quite literally going for the fetish route which the vivian um tried and floundered mm-hmm. so i'm still bothered by the baby grow it was an off-color baby grow and i'm just i'm going to lip sync super freak the next chance i get to be on stage just because i'm so angry it was done so poorly the vivian fell and and she fell hard she fell hard bitch <laughs> She fell. Paramedic. She, she did not do a spin like Akasha did. Paramedic. Nope. Make sure she's okay because I was not she ready. Was paper bag. <laughs> anyway, Raja wins the lip sync and was so I feel like shocked and excited. You was like, oh, I was like, I'm so happy. I was like, yay, Raja's finally getting recognition. It's giving me the energy Jan gave when Jan finally won a challenge. Honestly. <laughs> like after being gaslit for an entire season. Oh, two. And a half. Two yeah, seasons. season and a half. Two seasons. Anyway, Raja wins the lip sync, blocks Jada. I felt Boo. like that was sure. Boo. Sure. I mean, it's a fair thing to do, but also boo. I Well, here's the thing. I think Jada could do very well in next week's challenge. What's mm. next week's? It is a it's the ad challenge. It's, oh. the, it's a dance challenge meeting the branding challenge. Yeah. So they have to come up with viral dance, right? Yeah. Yeah, we thought this was gonna be a rusical and instead it's just gonna be a disappointment. Yeah. I'm excited for something different. This yeah. is something different. A la the draguation speeches. I don't know if it'll be as good as that challenge was, because I really like that challenge. But I'm ready I'm for Jake Monson to be funny. I'm ready for a funny challenge she, from Jinx. So in the preview, she's shoving a sandwich in her mouth and multiple, multiple, right. calling it the cinnamon challenge. No, she's comparing it to the cinnamon challenge. So fun fact: in the Sims 4 Ultra Violence mod, there is a way to kill people by shoving a grilled cheese down their throat. So maybe that's the reference. <laughs> I just want to point out the fact that Raja is like, I'm the only one that hasn't been blocked yet. So Raja's getting blocked next week is what I'm like. Thank you for loudly announcing that to the pack of wolves. At least then everyone will have been blocked at least once. See, I want at least one person to get through the entire season without being blocked. However, because Raja is the only one left, it's going to be Raja. Oh, absolutely. Unless she wins the challenge. Which... And you know what? Raja's going to get blocked and get put back in the top again. Watch it fucking happen. Oh, yeah, probably. I am excited for our um our remaining one-star queens, Shay and Monet, to hopefully win. I, I think Monet has a good shot of winning this. Monet, I think definitely does. Shay and Monet are currently in a tie for last. That's if you No, that's insane. If you had told me that like eight weeks ago, I would have been like, I would not me? agree. With you. I feel like it'll be more exciting too. Even 
even past the fact that I just love both of them so much, but it would be more exciting to watch the end game if they do win next week, because then so many people would have two stars. Well, no, the thing is, if they, if it's Monet and Shay that win next week, everyone has two stars except for Jada. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting game. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm excited to see what they do at the end. Yeah. Because I know a twist has got to come because they that's... can't go into the finale with one person with three stars and several with two because it's not it's not going to work out. There we've discussed this, but like multiple stars. Yeah, there we've has... mentioned this, and we've also thrown around the idea that maybe there's going to be like superlative stars or something like that. Oh yeah. But, um, like everybody gets a superlative star that they can give out to somebody else. Yeah, and also like, oh, this person didn't get blocked. Here's a star. If you didn't get blocked this season yeah. at all, you get a star. Or if you got blocked the most this season, you get a star. Which I could see happening because that means they get yeah. given another star to Jinx. Because most challenge wins doesn't necessarily mean most most star. stars. Yeah, see, a lot of these would work out in Jinx's favor. And in my mind, I feel like Jinx is possibly going to be the winner of the season. I just get the feel that they'd like to give that pedestal to Jinx. I feel like, because that's what I thought to start, but I feel like there's kind of been... A slip. A slip and kind of just like a veering away from, and it could be a veering away to then have her come back and be like, oh yeah, like like, final couple challenges. But because at the start, I too was like, I think Jinx has it. But there's something about Jada that I think she really is like. If Jada wins, like, I'd honestly, if this entire cast, I'd be happy with Jinx winning. But I think if Jada won, I would like stand to my feet and scream. It'd be so satisfying. Probably mm-hmm. same reaction with Monet. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would be very happy with Monet. Really, any of them except for um, the Tuck and Virginia. Um, like I've said from the start, I'm rooting for everyone, POC and Jinx. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I've noticed that Evie's kind of been on quite the trajectory as well. Like, yeah. On- Truly, because she was flatlining for like the first, what was it, five weeks? It was like, mm, <laughs> who do we think is going to be top four? That'll be easier. Who do we think will be in the top mm. four? This is I- difficult, though. I'm going to say Jada. Jinx. Shay? I think Shay could pull it out. With what, the last, with what the last three challenges are, which I odd, I don't know. We talked about it last week. I don't know if you know what the last three challenges are. I do not. It's this dance challenge. And then the episode, episode 10 is titled the Kennedy Davenport Center Honors. So I assume it's a roast. Um, that's kind of what would make the most sense. It's going to be something where they have to be shady, which I think Shay yeah. could win as well. Um, so the TikTok challenge roast, and then episode eleven is a talent show. Oh, okay. I think Shay could easily win the last three challenges. Yeah. Um, I think we could see Shay winning all three of these. So yeah. I'm going to say Jada, Jinx, Shay. And for my heart, I'm going to say Raja. If I follow I think... my heart... Oh, sorry to interrupt. I no, you go first, uh, To uh, If we're following our hearts here, my... Um, I think 
Jinx is going to be there based on what we've seen from the editing this season. And so we'll just put her in there, right? And then Jada, I want to win. I think she is on a really good trajectory to win. Monet and Shay. That would be the sure. perfect mm-hmm. final four for me. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm going to go logistically rather than what I want, which means I'm seeing Jinx. I'm seeing Jada. I'm unfortunately seeing the Turk. And then the fourth spot feels like an open end. I I want to say Shay, but I just don't know at this point. I feel like it could be Shay after these three episodes. But if everything continues as it is, I could see Evie in that spot. Evie would be so good. Mm-hmm. My thing is, if they put Evie in that final like four... It's going to be very hard for them to justify anyone else winning a lip sync smackdown. Which is why I don't think they're going to. Yeah. yeah. Right. Unless they set her up like they do a la Kennedy Davenport style and give her a really song that a song that unless, just really does not play to her. Unless the other three people in the top four are Jada, Shay, and Monet. Yeah. That would be the perfect top. Oh, Jinx with a goofy Evie, Shada, Monet, Jada. And all black top four, absolutely. Absolutely, they're all fierce performers. Just so yeah. good, every single one of them. They're some of my favorites, just in general across the Drag Race franchise. And so, if they were all in the top four, like it would, that would literally yeah. be perfect. I'm fully ready for Jinx to be in that top four and to get like another Mambo number. Malambo like, number nine. Malambo number five. Did I almost just say Mambo number nine? Malambo number one. Malambo number one. There we go. Thank you, Logan. But um, where they basically, I don't know if you know the tea, but apparently there was posted. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I know that. Listening to an end song. It was supposed to be "Free Your Mind." <laughs> so, it, so we would have had "Free Your Mind" three times as a lip sync. And instead, they're like, "Oh shit, Jinx is in the bottom of Detox. Let's give them something goofy." So I feel like that would probably happen. Where they're like, "Okay, um, the lip sync song for Jinx and Jada is going to be Baby Shark." <laughs> I mean, they might all be gone. No, it's gonna be uh, baby shark. It's gonna be there's no business like show business. There's no business like show no, because one of my favorite like lip syncs of all time. Business, yes, no, because that lip sync is so underrated. I love that lip sync. They both ate. That could have been anyway, a good Sam, who's your top four? Yes, sorry. Um, so I definitely see Jada. I see Jinx. Um. Ooh, there was a third person that y'all mentioned that I, um, I could see Shay as well, like pulling, given what, given uh, what those last three challenges are. And then this is like a compromise of like, oh, what I see and what I want as well. So, um, because, because I'm, I see their trajectory, I'm going to say Evie. Yeah, you Oh, wow. well, that's what we think, but let us know in the comments what you think. Thank you for joining us for All Star 7, All Winners, Eleganza, Extravaganza, Boots the House Down for Your Nerves, Social Strategy Race, Yes God. Um, we will be back next week in some capacity to talk about a TikTok dance challenge, which I never thought I would say on Drag Race. fun. Here we are. Um... So thank you so much for joining us. Subscribe, like, and share on the way out. And uh, Janixa Bravo! Janixa Bravo!
watch Zola. They want to blame it on the edit. Blame it on the edit. Blame it on the edit. You don't want no credit.